Chevy for some debt, 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 debt. Now he owes money. No. DK, I don't know if you're aware of this, but it is World's Funniest Podcast 20th episode. 2-0. We did it. Man, 2-0. 2-0. Man, that's twice as good as the yeah, one we exactly. did on like 10, exactly. on 10 and times. And you know ago. what? God, I'm excited. I'm excited because it, it feels like it's, you know, usually you and I are, are pretty... We're pretty like chat to each other every single day or so, but you've been working like a motherfucker, and you've been you've been traveling so much. You're almost a tragically hip song. And I'm like uh, Thompson girl, you know, like. <laughs> oh, that's the first one that came into my mind. <coughs> oh, that's good. You know, I was actually that's funny because. I were thinking just before this started, like, I almost shit myself twice this week on the way to, like, a business <laughs> meeting. And, like, I'm I'm traveling to places that are, like, several hours away, right? And when you're, like, like, Tuesday, I had a three-hour drive. Tuesday, yeah, short week. I keep on thinking, you know, it's a short week right now, currently. So I kept on thinking it was on Monday, but it was Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> <sighs> I've also got this fucking congested up bullshit that's not COVID, but it's still not, not a good time. But anyways, so I'm like an hour into a, my three-hour drive. Roughly exactly one-third, right? And I have this thing where when I have days when I'm working at home, I get up, I have my coffee, or, and then I have like five more coffees. And around 10 <laughs> o'clock in the morning, we'll say, that's when production happens. That's, <laughs> That's when the steam engines just reach the station. Exactly, right? It's like, tank is full, make room, you know? And I try to make sure I get a good couple coffees in and have a solid attempt at my breakthrough before I hit the road because no one wants to have that problem on the road. And, uh, yeah, no, it happened to me twice this week. Like, So we're firing, like, two for two. Uh, yeah, you know, like you're an hour in and you're like, oh, I need to. You don't th- when you go to when you need to fart. You don't think to yourself, oh, I need to fart. I was just about to dictate, oh, I need to fart, but no, I just, I just <laughs> want to dictate it. And it's like, oh, you know. And when it's when you have your seat warmer on, it can be misleading. And I like, I kind of had to be like, hang on, like, do I need to like get a garden shovel? A garden shovel. You know, it's a consent. Yeah, you always carry one around just in case you drop drop load in your trowel and then you just shovel it out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so no, that's not... The shitting myself part's true, but I don't carry around a garden shovel. It's a, it's a full-size shovel. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when, when you used to just fart and it used to be nothing. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just, yeah. you, you were never concerned that you were about to shit yourself. Back when you had yes. abdominal muscles? Like, like yeah. <laughs> when do you feel like the first time in your life that you became a man was? 
And I don't mean like, you know, like your first leg or your first like fishing trip or whatever. But what was the moment in your life you were with your friends that you felt like I'm a man now? Probably we were sitting around fucking talking about mortgages. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> For me. I've never really. <coughs> Pardon me. Like I said, I'm congested. <coughs> For you? Uh, grade six camp. That was the that was back in the day when you could. Was that the you, first time you, you saw open... another man's penis? No. no. Okay. No. It was. It, however, it was. I believe. Like I, I know that. Like you know, I was interested in girls before that, but I, that was like the first time where I was like, yeah. But this said, yeah, chicks. But this, chicks, but this, bro. But this moment of uh, epiphany, it didn't have anything to do with girls. Or did it? No, it, it was. I think it was just the experience. Like so, like me and it, all the friends that I had in elementary school had been picked for one cabin for grade six mm. camp. And it was with our, and our, the cabin leader was our favorite teacher. So immediately we were all just like pumped because it was, we were a bunch of dorks. We were a bunch of dorks and we didn't have to deal with a bunch of shitheads at camp. So we just got to hang out with each other and the, the teacher that we all liked, right? And then, like, I just remember having, like, like I have vivid, vivid memories of, like, you know, exchanging stories between all of us, all the guys that we all hanging out with about you know the chicks in school and whatever and our teacher making fun of us and then like bringing it back to what we were talking about before you know you go to bed and y'all just fart all night long it's and like no a consequences steam room no consequences there. whatsoever you know, it's like texturous in the air yeah like it just just <laughs> we spend the entire night farting until the, the finally our, our our cabin leader and teacher Dude. nearly shits himself and th that at that point we all decided, we used to do this eh, thing you know, that we used time. to call this time the game we used to call it fart tennis, right? So you'd you'd play with somebody else, and what happened was you'd uh, nap the sack or whatever, you'd drop you know cut some cheddar, and then whoever you were up against, fart tennis wise, would have I think it was it was an un, I think it was like it was like three to five minutes or whatever. There was an exact time. It depends on your skill level. The uh, more skilled you are at passing gas, the, the, the shorter amount of time goes. But anyway, you would fart. And you, the next guy would have five minutes to return a fart. And you would go <laughs> back and forth until the time ran up on one guy that did not return a fart. And there is instantly 15 months. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> but I remember vividly this one guy was coming down. It was coming down to the line, you know, like we were, we were like 10, 9, and it was like, these guys running out of time. And he lays in the middle yeah. of the cabin floor, in picture, if you will, a cabin floor, a, a big enough to hold, I think it was like maybe six bunk beds or seven bunk beds. So it's full of like all these preteen dudes, just like, well, early teens, I should say, you know, just frothing with testosterone and not knowing what to do with it. And this guy lays on his back on the floor reaches up grabs his ankles and pulls them behind his head and goes and it's like a and all of a sudden his legs go straight and he goes uh oh and gets up and like clutches we'll say his bottom and shuffles outside the cabin erupted with laughter <laughs> and like it was 
Yeah, this guy legitimately touched fabric, trying to do the splits on a, on an underhand serve. <laughs> Try to do the splits on an underhand serve. <laughs> I don't know. I figured I I need to keep on putting the tennis thing back in there. It's genius. But yeah, shit his pants. That's that's far tennis. <laughs> I've never heard of that before. You know what? Most people haven't. <laughs> it's not a common thing that people do. Most people that are normal don't play far tennis in the cabin. But hey, you know what? You have. I highly recommend it. I, I don't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I, it. It sounds it sounds rather entertaining. Um, I gotta actually while we're on this still on this topic, which I've realized we've now spent the first what is it? Oh, we're eight minutes of our podcast talking about bowel movements farts. and farts and stuff. Because we're that's that's when we realized we were real men, you know. <laughs> that's, that's when we actually realized it. But uh, uh, so this uh, bear and a rabbit are in the woods taking a shit, right? And the bear looks over at the rabbit and says, to "The rabbit, hey, uh, do you have a problem where like your shit sticks to your fur?" And the rabbit's like, well, "No, I never have that problem." And the bear reaches over and grabs the rabbit by his ears and proceeds to use the rabbit to wipe his ass. (laughs) (laughs) How convenient. Okay, so at work we have this, we had, I guess, this new dishwasher. He put in his two weeks and I'm very disappointed. Oh, because he made it? Oh, Um, oh, he put in his two. Okay, I thought maybe he didn't make it past probation for two weeks. No, he put in, he's he's moving on to wash dishes somewhere else. Yeah, he's, 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 he's going to stay at home. He's going to stay at home dad. Okay. The podcast. Um, anyway, so first day he's working with all of us, he comes up to us and he goes, all right, guys, if you had the choice between once a year having to fight a chimpanzee to death, to the death, or every time you open a car door, you have to fight a chicken, which would you choose? And I, fr- and I want to pose the same question to you. If you could once a year fight a chimp or every time you open a car door have to fight I feel a chicken, like which would you choose? That's a pretty easy answer. Like, Because when you say to me, do I feel like fighting a chimpanzee, basically what you're saying is like, do you feel like throwing yourself down a set of stairs? Do you feel like ripping off of your own arm? Do you remember that lady that fucking had that pet chimpanzee and then she was on like Oprah because like the ape like chewed her face off, man? That was a thing. This lady had this pet chimpanzee, man. No. And, like, I don't know whether you're talking chimpanzee ape or whether you're talking, like, baboon ape or whether you're talking, like, you know, silverback. I don't know. Maybe gorilla's not an ape. It is. It is. Yeah, I think that silverback would not be a pet. No. But anyway, so this lady had a pet chimpanzee, and they just, like, turned on her. And, like, fucking, I think it murdered her. I was just saying she was on Oprah, but no, I don't think she made it. But, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was not Oprah. Maybe it was, like... Discovery Channel when things go wrong or something like that, but because that was a show, there was literally a show called When Things Go Wrong. But anyways, yeah, but here's my thing though, like, and I think I think, go on, go on. I think I would rather. I think I could get pretty fucking good at fighting chickens, man. You know, like I think that after a while, you know, I'd also probably like bike more too, which would probably be good for my health and stuff. You know, like oh, I need some milk, and it's like oh, I don't feel like fighting a chicken. I'll just walk the ten kilometers. You know, to the store. But like chickens have chickens have predictable movements. You know? Do they? Because like, I've seen the, Rocky, I, and I it know. looked like he had a hell of a time catching that fucking chicken. Was it a chicken or was it a rooster? 
And also, if there's a fight, it's the implication that you're both going for each other. It's not like you're just trying to catch <coughs> catch the chicken. True, true. Right? I never thought about it that way. Because if you're saying, oh, you, would you rather want to chase a chicken out of your car versus fighting a chimpanzee and rather fight a chicken? I'd, I'd fight a chicken for sure. That chicken thinks it's got me, and it's like, no, you don't actually have me, though. For me, I don't know. Like, you just grab it by the neck, man. You just grab it by the that... neck. You, like jujitsu, grab the chicken by the neck and use your own its own momentum and your body weight to propel it into traffic. Get in close to door, carry on, my wayward fun son. <laughs> you know? Joe Rogan taught me that. that song. We're going to talk about that song. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if you're training every single day, you just wake up every day and you're just you're just doing sit-ups to your alarm clock. It's just, ah, 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 ah. Like, you're ready for that chimp. You're ready for him. But this is under the assumption that you have nothing else to do in a year but train to fight a chimpanzee. Dude, if you're fighting a chimpanzee once a year, you don't have no. anything to do. Like, who's going to pay for all that protein? Do you get a weapon? I don't know. I, I, he didn't That's... put that as part of the question. But that wasn't the only question he asked, though. All right, here we go cage match grizzly bear versus a full-grown elk on a decent amount of cocaine like he said like a rick flair amount of cocaine where that that like that elk's getting into the cage like whoa <coughs> like it's going Did you nuts. realize like, that there was actually a bear and they, i think they called it cocaine bear it's like in a museum that this black bear one time consumed like ten thousand dollars worth of cocaine like it, it like it got into it that was like hidden in the woods somewhere and for like like 30 seconds or like for like five whole minutes before its heart exploded out of its chest that bear was the most absolute fucking apex predator on the planet it was killing at a rapid pace you know that bear could fucking just like yeah oh it would be yeah it would be insane so you're taking the bear is what you're saying (laughs) like just 100 percent. the bear is designed to kill that elk whether the elk wants to be killed or not fair enough fair enough and elk is like, no, that's this whole, that's like a whole predator prey situation. Like take the coke out of the equation. I pick a bear big time. I'm hoping so. I always root for the predator, man. Why? You don't want the prey? To, you don't like the underdog or what? Fucking circle of life, bro. <laughs> Everybody hates on predators. Everybody fucking hates on predators, man. <laughs> you know, you're telling people you're going deer, deer hunting. People are like, fuck yeah. If you tell people you're going to go bear hunting, people are like, oh. Yeah, I get, you know what? I, I, I'll agree with you on that. Like, I, I think that there's a stigma to, to hunting a predator. Um, but f- please, God, if, you're, if, you're, if you ever go bear hunting, like, let me, like, at least have a long conversation with you before you go. Because, like, my lord. Oh, my in case lord. I don't make it back? Yes. Oh, I'll bring, like, two arrows. I'm not just going to do one. <laughs> Are you following? Um, are you following this trial at all, or are you just busy as hell? Uh, part partly I'm busy. Partly I don't really care a whole lot. I did go for a haircut on the other day though, and when I was there, yeah, you did? and they were watching the trial on somebody's phone or whatever, and then we talked about it, and it was funny. Before, or, or sorry, why is it still happening? Why are we not done with this? this? It, it, 
it, it's no, a I, long I realize trial. It. It's a long trial. Trial is long, my friend. Trial and error. Um, on the last podcast, we talked about Duff, this. Duff, and... Lots of law and order. <laughs> and I, I held the stance that I thought felt like they were both terrible people. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm staying with that stance. One is more However, terrible than the other. Her legal, her legal team is just terrible. Like this has got to be the worst set of lawyers I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Like the witnesses, the witnesses they are calling. Like this, this, this. They had a doctor on the other day that looked like he was on meth. Dude, that guy he's sitting on the fucking. I was watching that. That guy has not on the stand all in a while. <laughs> like he's not, you know. Like, he slept under a bridge on the way to the trial, and he, like, probably took a greyhound. He's a know. doctor! This is a psychiatrist! Not Oof, one I'd I see, mean, but... You'd go in there, you'd see him for the first appointment, and you'd walk and... out and automatically feeling better about yourself. <laughs> um, Johnny Depp's also eating gummy bears. Gummy bears and, like, fucking candies the entire trial. Yeah, and they tried They're to use sitting, that against like, him for some reason. It's a fucking... Man, if I could sit there and fucking eat gummy bears, you know I would. Everyone yeah. would. Everyone. It's like a movie. The guy right. has Get his, some fucking licorice, extra is, butter on the popcorn, you know? Let her buck. Like everyone keeps <coughs> saying, when this trial ends, uh, it's going to be the, the saddest season finale ever because everyone has been, the whole fucking world is watching well, this shit. The Western world. And like, I'm not, I, I don't think, yeah, this is true. This is true. The rest of the world, eh, well, let's not get into that. This is the comedy show. <laughs> I feel like our, our next, like, um, I feel like the next witness is going to be like Jerry Springer. I well, did you today? It was it was his ex girlfriend Kate Moss. Because Moss, yes. because she, in during her de, uh, not deposition but her her cross examination, she had told, started telling the story about apparently him throwing her sister down some stairs or attempting to, and she like t- Amber did. Yes, Amber did. Yes, um, and she brought up Kate Moss. As if, to because there was a rumor that Johnny Depp had thrown her down a set of stairs when they were dating in the 90s. So before this whole trial began, Kate Moss was not allowed to be a witness because there was no relevance to her being there. But as soon as Amber Heard said her name, Johnny Depp's lawyer like turned around and was like, Fuck yeah! We can call her now! And she she testified today and stated that it didn't happen. Like this, this whatever it's going on in her le- with her legal team, I, I just like it's not good. This should be a swish. Yeah. This should be a fucking yeah. swish for this lady. And you know, I actually saw that little bit on like reels or something. And it was like, no, he didn't push me. Like I fell down the stairs, and then he picked me up and carried me to bed and called an ambulance. Like, yeah, I know. With a hook on his like, hand and everything. You know. <sighs> no way. That's before he lost his finger. I guess he doesn't have a hook. That was a pirate's joke. It wasn't funny. <laughs> Either way, this I, I, I spent my last day off with the exception of the um the forty forty or so minutes I was talking to my kid, I was watching this trial. I didn't even it was a boring ass day of the trial. I didn't even care. I was just sitting there just fascinated. But uh it's almost over. So uh eventually we're gonna find out if Johnny Depp's gonna get paid. Or if uh you know, I like the, this all of it is just captivating. I feel like there's gonna be a movie. There's got to be a movie. 
Why would you hear me right now? What would this movie be about? Sitting in court? Because Larry David directing it? Probably. Um, do you know what the do you know what the difference is between a casual dress party and a pirate having sex? What's that? Uh, one you come as you are, and the other you are as you come. <laughs> That's gross. I am a, a child. <laughs> DK. Okay, so everyone's got guilty pleasures in music, right? Uh-huh. Allegedly. <coughs> What are your what are your guilty pleasure top forty pop songs? Like, what's a song that like no one would think that you really enjoy, or, or if you have a few, please. Um, what what are some of those guilty pleasure songs for you? Uh, Jerry Rafferty, right down the line. I don't know. Know that I need your love. You got a hold over me. It was you, woman. Right down oh. the line. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Good one. Good one. Also, um, I kind of actually really like uh, some of uh, Postage Malone's stuff. Yes. Yes, I, I'm digging him. I'm dig- I, like some of it. Like I don't like all of it, and that that that's fine. Like his stuff with Ozzy and 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 other stuff that he's done. But like, uh, really, like really better good. now. Um, uh, Sunflower. I think I kind of like this too. I haven't heard them. Okay, all right. What What about like older, like nineties, eighties? What What are some of like those, those pop oh. songs that you like? Uh, so I, I wouldn't say this is pop, but uh, "Desperado" by the Eagles. Okay, I, I, I I'm not an Desperado. Why don't you come to your senses? You've been. Out yeah, this sounds like fences. something I heard coming from my parents' room. Um, I used to listen to uh, uh, these are just like songs that I like that are just shitty. Like they're just not like well, Desperado is pretty good, but like most of the songs, people are like, "Oh, really?" Like that song, and I'm like, "Yeah, I fucking like jamming out." I used to really like the song uh, "In a Hurry to Get Things Done" by Alabama. <laughs> well, I'm in a hurry to get things done. Why? Russian, Russian to last no fun. Do you know that song? No, I it's do not. It's so bad. All I really gotta <laughs> do is live and die, cause I'm in a hurry and don't know why. Dude, dude, it's so bad. The, okay, so is there any. I should make an album with just those, like, five shitty songs on them, and then just. I need to throw like I just need to throw like turn the page by Bob Seger in there or something like that, and then just just round out the corners, you know. Yes, yes. So like, there's no like current pop song, that, or not not current, but like even even over the last like fifteen. All years. of the songs I listed are like except first Post Malone are old as shit. I just realized that. Um, like it doesn't it doesn't. Like, feel no shame. Like, I'll give you one for me. Uh, uh, Maneater by Nelly Furtado. As soon as that drum beat kicks in, my ass just starts moving, and I don't know why. Big Nelly guy. That's why. Or, uh, or there, there, there are, are few, few, very few Justin Timberlake songs that, that, you know, 
get me going. But like, there's nothing like that. There's nothing. There's no secret like stash of like Backstreet Boys tracks that you're like. No, I don't know. No, I don't know. Like I, whatever. They're all just kind of like, oh, okay, you know. I'm okay. not saying like I'm not saying though that just because they're not a guilty pleasure song doesn't mean that I hate all of them either. But I just can't think no. of one that I would be like. Yeah, that, that's yours. You know, you know yeah. what I mean? No, probably not. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Or maybe um, uh, I'm so fancy. You already. <laughs> I eat spaghettios. <coughs> Man, I um, had spaghetti in a while. All right, well then I'll pose this question to you, and then uh, what is what's yours? <laughs> I'll pose this question. Well, I mean, like I said, Man Eater by Nelly Furtado. There's Justin Timberlake. Uh, big, big, early Nickelback. Oh, yeah. Early as, as we've discussed. So um, early, so early. Even you I yourself know. did not know what the song was about. Classic, it's true. Classic. It's very it. true. It's very true. I was four. Um, it's it's weird though. Like I, I, I feel people think that like liking Billy Joel is like something that you you shouldn't be uh, yeah, Vienna, you know, proud of. But like, I love fucking Billy Joel. It's a good, it's a great. Slow song. down, great song. you crazy child. So damn something for a juvenile. Talk about a guy though that aged like uh, pickles. Billy Joe looks like my middle toe from the left. <laughs> like without the nail though, just. <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, so I'm gonna I'll, I'll pose this question to you then because I I had I like I have I've been preparing for this for quite some time. Um, what are what are some songs that you that, that you hate? That everyone else in the world. Sees oh my on. God, he does this look is like my be a toe. Fun list, I think. I just looked up a picture of Billy Joel. <laughs> Yo, what? Looks like he fixed guitars in his mom's basement. That's what Billy Joel looks like now. He's a guitar repairman out of his mom's basement. Yep, definitely. Or yes, sorry, a illusory, not accurate. a guitar repairman. <laughs> No, um, okay, so, so list some songs that everyone in the world seems to love, but you yourself hate. I think this a lot of it's a fun list, I think. I think a lot of it's mutual, though. I wonder but if we're going to have mind, any like, When you're ones. saying list a song that everybody in the world loves, but you hate, that to me thinks of, you know, that rings the bell on what I would describe as a song that's overplayed. Right, I think that would kind of fit into that category because it's got to be overloved because it's been played so many fucking times. But now everybody hates it because that's all you hear on the radio. And I think uh, like Wonderwall is definitely one of those. Wonderwall Fair. sucks ass. See, not see, they have like I, I'm a big Oasis guy, so Wonderwall doesn't bother me that much. Okay, I'll give you my. Okay, you you gave me Wonderwall. I'll give you mine. Okay, my first one. Okay. Oh, fuck, I hate that song. Don't stop believing. By Journey. Hold on to that feeling. Fucking shut the fucking your fucking mouth, dude. Um, man. No. Journey slaps though. <laughs> no. Yeah. You, okay. Well, what's oh, Journey does slap. If but when when we're not talking about that fucking song. Man. 
Hey there, Delilah. Uh, what, name another one for, that you've got for me, if you have one. Yeah. Hey, I know this is on the spot, but it, it's more fun that way. That yes, that's a shit song. Although, although I did have a magical moment um, in in uh, when I was working as a dishwasher, um, myself, my my two dishwashing partners that night broke into that song for whatever reason randomly one night while we were washing dishes, and. Um, it just made us laugh our asses off. Uh, I don't know why. That and, and is maybe something because you would it do was in just, you know, ridiculously lame. But uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. That yeah, is a I terrible. Tell you, song. it's expensive. <laughs> That's always our response what's to that it song. Like in New York City? Hey there, Delilah. What's it like in New York City? It's expensive. Okay. <laughs> the only things that's cheap is the hot dogs and the rats. Never been there, actually. I should um, be. What's my next <laughs> Never been one? there. What are you looking for? What is this saying? I'm looking at my next. Um, so you wrote yourself, you made yourself a note? song that everyone <laughs> loves that you can't I read hate, it? but I cannot figure out what the. Chemos. Yes, I did. What the fuck is Chemas? What the fuck is Chemas? K E Y M A S? No, it's N N. K E N N. Yeah, Man, you're I stoned. have no idea what the fuck this is. I have no idea what the fuck this is. God damn it! Um, all of Bon Jovi, all of Bon Jovi. Fuck Bon Jovi. That guy sucks dicks. Like, my god. <laughs> I, have a, I have a friend that wants to uh, rewrite one of his songs in a point of view from like a point of view perspective called "Life as a Highway." <laughs> That's not Bon Jovi. <laughs> oh, that still sucks. That's that's uh what's his name with the red with the red something red riders Tom Cochran Tom, Tommy C yeah. Tommy C <laughs> like you went to college together <laughs> yeah. yeah you mean you mean Tom Cochran <laughs> um what about you any 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 other ones songs that just people seem to love that you just every time you, it hits the radio you're like fuck it certain Coldplay songs. No, sorry. I, I feel that. I feel that. Uh, and especially, I would say, just, like certain U two songs too. The next, the next pick is all of U two except for the the few songs. Yeah. Like, what is it with that fucking band? They are eternally boring. They were cool at the time because they did something different, and the Edge just kind of has this whole like different. Like that guy's got a whole stack full of pedals. I think he's got every guitar pedal ever made. He's got a kit for this and a kit for that, and like electronically, what he did to the electric guitar is crazy. Uh, but uh, fuck, can't stand the rest of it. <laughs> it's just like what, and, and and they had to go that step further too, and they're like, you know what, we're gonna make a deal with Apple, where as soon as you buy an iPhone, you're just gonna get our album, and everyone, everyone, the world at one time just went, fuck <laughs> this album, I don't want this fucking album. Quit taking up space. Remember iTunes, and every time you opened it, it was like ABBA or whatever, or some some A A A A A A A something. And then like the first three is like the same band, just spelt wrong every time. You know? Yes. 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 The the beauty of having like you know LimeWire and all those things was you got all those different downloads of all the different artists you wanted, and plus a free Trojan horse. Yeah, exactly. And it was usually a big one, too. Oh, like, yeah. Especially if you were going to download, like, an album. Oh, fuck. 
Your computer was getting <laughs> anal that night. You're just like fucking looking at the size. It's like eight gigs. I'm like, it's got to be the high quality one. <laughs> <laughs> it would never have been eight gigs though. Like your your computer would never even held that much. <coughs> Remember when the terabyte first came out? And it was like you could buy a terabyte yeah, hard drive, but it was like the size of like a truck. Like it was a, like it had weight to it. It was like ten pounds. It was like a massive thing. And yeah. now they're like in fucking SD cards. Like That's you'll never fill up an you'll never like fill ki- up an SD card. Like a terabyte is a shit pile of stuff. Kids these days are never gonna understand the struggle we had to go through to just listen yeah. to music. Never mind, never mind the fact that weed is legal and all those things that we had to struggle with when we were younger. But, like, the struggle of just trying to log onto the goddamn internet when your <coughs> mom was on the phone with your aunt for two hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you could. And now, and now like, that's what it sounded like. <laughs> Man. I just Googled it because I wanted, like, let's say you had a terabyte SD card and you were going to use it as a, uh, a photo album, right? One terabyte right. gives you the option of storing 250,000 photos taken with a 12-megapixel cam- camera. 250 movies or 500 hours of HD videos or 6.5 million document pages like PDFs or Office files. If you were you, I don't even know if I ever, right. ever I've taken two hundred fifty thousand photos in my life. Like every picture I've ever taken. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's like two. You probably have two thousand and six or something. Like every picture I've ever taken could probably fit on a single SD card. Shut the front door. But whatever. Kind of got off the rails a bit there on that one there. That's that's all right. That's there were no rails. There, there the rails. were no. <laughs> no, no. Actually, you know what's funny? Speaking of rails, I'm coming up on five years without doing cocaine. Hey, good for you, man. Yeah, it feels good. It feels good to be able to smell again. Yeah, what's that like? Not being congested for uh, you know, 365 days. <laughs> I'm congested. I'm sorry now. that you're dealing with that right now. <laughs> yeah, don't even. But uh, I can I can probably readily assure that's not that you don't have the same problem I do. I can. I would put money on it, <laughs> like a fair amount. Okay, so we're both single guys in the in the uh, in the world, and uh, man, I gotta say, fucking online dating. I feel like used to be a lot easier back in the day. Um, I don't know what your experience was like, but like. This is some bullshit. Like, I, 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 I know that this is just audio, and no one can really see me right now, but... Uh, you I, do I'm look... Gonna... I can... I will describe your face. Um, frustrated and moderately amused. Well, no. I, I What I was going to say <laughs> is that, like... I'm not the best-looking guy in the world, but I'm not a fucking gargoyle either. And I could say the same for, for, for like, like, for, for for a lot of people I know who are just trying to do this like Tinder, I'm not Bumble, uh, plenty of fish, Hinge. Like, what, what, what? How many of these do we fucking need? By the way, and why is it that 
every single time another one comes out, it's more expensive. Like, I feel like this situation is ridiculous. Like, I, I'll put it to you this way. If I'm not paying for this, it's not working. Like, at all. Th there have been times in my life where I have paid for it. It doesn't work. What, like, am I that much of a fucking, like, pile of garbage? Well, if you are, I'm right there with you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, hold on, though. But my, my, my point is, is, is I, I don't think I am. I, 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 I think... Number one, I think COVID kind of fucked it up because <laughs> I think everyone's kind of afraid to get back into like the, the swing of things again. Everyone's very hesitant. But like also, I kind of feel like. I just I don't know, like men got a bad rap right now and like there are some good ones out there. And my God, my God. I at, at this point in my life, I feel like I'm a I'm a nice guy. I don't have any, like, you know, existential crises going on in my life. Yeah, I, I have a son, but you know what? Like, I also feel like I'm not looking for people who aren't, like, He's nice, too. Sort of... I'm sure he's a nice guy. He's a, he's a cool kid. He's a cool kid. He likes crackers. Crackers slap. <laughs> Big crackers. Yeah. They, I, like, I got to tell you one thing. Be, like, this will be a sidebar here. Uh, my kid, best tasting <laughs> snacks ever. This is a Best tasting yeah. snacks. Oh, fuck. Like, he likes uh, birthday cake Oreos. He likes fucking cheesies. He likes fucking, uh, like, all kinds of great shit. All kinds of... The won't eat sweets. Like, he, he wants me to buy him chocolate eggs all the time so he can have the toys. But when I give him the chocolate, he's just like, eh, no. Doesn't like I'm it, good. So, like... However, eating, trying to get him to eat, like, vegetables or fruit, it's uh, it's not easy. So, and, and, like, but I'll put it to you this way. Like, I'm, I'm kind of at this point. Like, I see my son once a week, and I don't want him eating junk food all the time. So I, I, I try every so often to give him, like, fruits and vegetables and whatever. And if he looks like he's about to cry, I go, you know what? This is your day with Dad, and I love you. So you eat whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. And I feel like that's a, that's a fine philosophy. <coughs> I think so. <coughs> I think so. Like... Nope, man. Speaking of fruit, I bought a, I bought a, so I bought a couple of mangoes the other day. Oh, just to like eat, and like, man, I should buy more mangoes. <laughs> like, I think I think mangoes are the avocados of fruit. Wait, no, fruit avocado is a fruit, isn't it? I think so. You wouldn't think it would be, but like, I think it because it looks it like tastes, a vegetable. It tastes like a vegetable too. Yeah, it smells like a vegetable. Looks like a vegetable. Gotta be a vegetable. But no, I don't know. Mangoes, man? They're num mangoes are the number one eaten fruit in the entire world. Uh, really? Uh-huh. Uh, do you, you, like, you have this information in front of you? No, or? but I, it could be. Like, I'm sure there's, there's this. Uh, it's, prob it's probably close. Like, I imagine there's, there's mangoes, hey, like, worldwide. So, like. What is the most eaten fruit in the world? Tomatoes. Oh. According to Flow Health, no. <laughs> tomatoes, it's no wonder that tomatoes are the most. <laughs> no, I was gonna put money on that. I was pretty sure it was mangoes, but no, I guess I, I must have misheard the fact. <laughs> Man, they got they're number two. Hey Google, what's the second most eaten fruit in the world? Here's information from World Atlas. Oh, tomatoes and bananas. Oh. How far down is mangoes? Like, how wrong are you? I have. I don't know. I just. 
I don't know. It's probably not even on the list. Probably no. Probably I'm probably the only person that's ever eaten mango ever. Watermelons, apples, oranges, mangoes. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, so it's number six on the list, right? <laughs> my point is, my point is that people do enjoy them on occasion, and I have recently been one of those people on at least two occasions because I bought two mangoes and I ate both of them. You're loving it, eh? Yeah, all right, I guess. So man <laughs> my only experience with mango is all right, so I, I'll I'll just admit this on this podcast. I haven't had a beer in like two and a half months. Stone cold sober. No. God no. Uh that's no way to live. I listen, I haven't done cocaine for five years, all right? Like I I did the thi- I got rid of the thing that was the problem, all right? Um however, white claws. Oh my god! Um, I've lost eight Hold on pounds. Your... Eight pounds. Good for you, man. That's great. That's that's like and, and not and like it's not like I'm you know like getting smashed all the fucking time. But what I'm saying is just the alternative of switching from something that's you know 180 calories to gotta you know, count the carbs and and one carb and and you know, walking to work every day and, and, and getting out and, you know, walking around and shit like that. Like, I swear to God, I might not have tits by Christmas. Good for you, man. Keep it up. That's pretty good progress. We'll see. How long has it been? We'll see. Like, I, I say two and a half months, but I, I honestly, I can't remember the last time I actually had a beer. I, I honestly can't. Man, that's three pounds in a month is good, though. Like, if, if, if you're trying to lose weight, like, that's a good good rate. You're still eating food, though, too, right? Um, it's... <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, like, and my diet's not fantastic, but like, it's also like getting better. I'm trying to incorporate salad, really. You know, like, I'm mm. really trying to do it at least once or twice a week. Just a, a salad, with, you know like, what, man? Chicken or something like that. Like, you work in a restaurant. Yeah. There's no reason why you can't have a salad every day. It's true. I don't though. Right? Like for me, there's many reasons I can't have a salad every day. First, first one, don't want it. Second one. <laughs> well, I mean, if I'm in a restaurant, lots of times I'll order one for lunch. Uh, but like at home, man, like I've gone half the week, right? Like how yeah. many? Like how many? How much fucking lettuce can one guy eat? Like am I supposed to eat whole, eat an entire head of romaine lettuce in like two days? That's all I would eat is just not lettuce, you know. Well, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like if I made myself, like, you know, like a chip bowl. I guess my point like, is you're I always going to my... have fresh salad available for you because you have the rotation. Like, there's a lot of people buying and eating salad in that one place. I can't. I, sure, I put, sure. If I put vegetables, you know, anything besides, like, a carrot in my fridge, it's like, oh, I'm going to throw that out later. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't eat shitty either. Like, <laughs> you know? Like the old, every two weeks, you just pull the bag of spinach out of the rotter and throw it in the garbage and put the new one in, you know? <laughs> Circle of life. <laughs> See, the, the problem, though, at my restaurant is all we have is Caesar salad. So it's not like you yeah. could have a healthy salad. It's probably, it's probably healthier than fries. Well, yeah, it's, it's healthier yeah. than me slamming a Big Mac, sure, but like... Man, fucking even McDonald's isn't cheap anymore. 
I know. What the fuck? Like, you take a family of four to McDonald's, it'll be like $120. I'm never having three more kids. My kids don't even talk to me. Or even <laughs> two. I don't have kids. This is my joke. <coughs> so, have you, have you, um, you've been traveling a lot. Have you, have you had, do you have any, like, road stories? No. No. Nothing. It's boring. Nothing. Okay. No, I don't no. mean work. God, I, maybe you saw, like, a raccoon that was, like, smoking a cigarette on the side of the road and just offering you, like, something. I saw, like, nine bears, and there was a bear, like, halfway up a tree. That was cool. That's pretty dope. I've never, like, yeah. I don't. Like, not all at once. Like, they weren't all just, like, hanging out playing cards. It like... wasn't, like, a bear convention or anything like that. No, it was just, a, I was just, just northern Manitoba. Fair, Fair enough. It was not a bear. <laughs> Bear with me. My bear conventions. Just the bare necessities, simple bear conventionies. Oh, you know who else fucking sucks? Bruce Springsteen. Fuck that guy. <laughs> the boss, man? Fuck the boss. Fuck the His music's boring. Say Like him and John Cougar Mellencamp or whatever the fuck that guy's name is. Jason. John Bearcat Mellencamp. JMC. Fuck. JCM. Just like... Just music about nothing. Little Pink Houses, man. You and me. Wind blows in a tree and a hitchhiker walks down the road. Like, you know what I don't off. like? You know what I don't like Christ. about Bruce Springsteen? How aggressively American he is. I love that as you're wearing a tragically hip shirt with a Canadian maple leaf on the front. Man. <laughs> What about the hip is aggressive? <laughs> nothing, nothing. But they are no? just proudly Canadian. It just, it, it just the context itself made me giggle. Proudly Canadian, not aggressively Canadian. I don't think aggressively no. Canadian would be two words that you put together. No, I, I feel like, yeah, though, though, that, that, I don't think that exists. <coughs> <coughs> Can, Canadians are too, like, relaxed in every way, shape, or form to be aggressive about anything. Yeah. Oh, you were you were fighting a battle with this congestion, eh? Yeah, I think it's allergies. I don't know. I took like seven reactant today, and uh, my face stopped itching because I couldn't feel it. No, I'm. <laughs> no, I just took one. I don't. I think it's partially allergies. Like I haven't seen grass in like nine months. You know? Yeah, I guess. Like that. It's so funny, I know that like, it's like I, I I could say that like I know it's I, like a spring cold sorry, slash allergy thing. I don't know. It's not. I'm not into it. But I've like tested like multiple times, and it's definitely not COVID. Yeah, I honestly like after having COVID, like like yesterday, I woke up with like a splitting migraine, and I don't get migraines. I don't know. I wasn't drinking the night before. There was no, like, reason for it. But I just woke up and my head fucking throbbed. So I had a couple of hits of the, the old vape pen and had a couple of Tylenol and I was fine. But, like, I... <laughs> I knew it wasn't COVID. You know what I mean? Like, I, I... There was a part of my brain that was like, maybe go take a test. Maybe go take a test. But there was also a part of my brain that was like, nah... Even though it took you a few hours, you knew when you had COVID. Like, you know the feeling, the difference. Yeah, and I think I knew before I tested. Yeah, you know what I, Yeah, okay, fair you enough. Know, like, you know, like, like I, I just had like a, like you just, no, but like, no, when I did, 
Well, no, I, no, like I think this time I knew before I tested now that I didn't, right? Because I, I like I right. said, if COVID, I mean, and it's weird, right? Because it, apparently everybody has different symptoms. But if it hits me the same way as it did last time, I feel like I would immediately know what it was. But I'm saying when I right. took the test, when I did have it, before I even took the test, I kind of knew, like, intuition, like, in my soul, that I was like, yeah, yeah, I feel like <laughs> this is probably COVID-19. Right? Do, do you... Oh, like, kind of had, me like there that was that too. like little yeah. voice in the yeah. back of your head that you didn't really want to listen to because you're like, oh, I'm just being anxious about this whole situation, and you're like, no, this is real life. We are in this. <laughs> yeah. That's that's part of the reason as to why I called you. Honestly, is because I I I needed someone to kind of reassure I think, me that like yes, this is COVID. I think we're when going you called to be me, fine. you were like. I don't think you were like, hey, can you can I help you with something, or can you help me with something, or do you have a couple moments? I think you were just like, I think I have COVID and I need your help. <laughs> I, I don't know how to do these stupid tests. You know, I, I think it was like you were like, can I call you or something like that? And I was like, yeah. And then you called me like on video messenger, and you're like, I think I have COVID and I need your help. You were just like, do you have a couple moments? Because I need to ask you a question. I have this thing that I'm wondering about. And I just want to be cautious to make sure. No, you were just like, um, this is how I die. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Call. Who do I call? Help me. Who do I call? Help me. No. <laughs> Where's my will? Where's my will? It was, it was the most calm way of like, it was, <laughs> this is the most, it was the most calm way of me like expressing to you that my mind was going, ah! <laughs> yeah 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 that, that you were just like i could tell that you were frustrated but i could tell that on the inside you were like ah, what am i gonna do something something i got court and i got work and i got like all these things and you were just like no 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 no, no. this can't be happening this can't be happening no like it was speaking sorry. of no i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you but there was this guy i saw i think i was on tiktok and he's his account's called S- sleep yeller and and he records himself when he's sleeping and then he gets up and he's like talking out loud like in his sleep and it's hilarious the shit this guy says when he's sleeping he's like yeah i'm gonna send it to you but anyways what were you saying i don't fucking remember sick i'm gonna show you this oh we're gonna get a live reaction are we for you oh i love that song (laughs) <laughs> and he's just like I can't hear what he's saying It's like it's like cutting out as uh, as you're trying. Oh, to okay, yeah. Show me it. I, I <laughs> like, the, the, like can you happened? imagine what happened? If that was what your happened? Partner, and like they woke up in the middle of that, like, <laughs> and they were like, "What happened? What happened? What happened?" And then, but they were sleeping, and they just went back to sleep. I'd be like, "Whoa!" So I'm gonna sleep on the couch. 
like, yeah. my yeah. partner may be possessed. But yeah, he was like, oh, 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 he sits up and then he looks at his wife and he goes, is the dog on you? And it's like, what? Like, he's just, the shit that he says doesn't make any sense because it's fucking dreams, right? Yeah. Right. That's fucked. That's, yeah, like, that would be, like, now I'm even more worried about getting back into dating. Yep. My Christ, like, my, my Christ. My God. My God. That's going to be the new Jesus thing. Jesus wept. Christ. Everyone's done going, <laughs> my God. Um, Out loud. <laughs> Um, do you have, like, before we, we, before we, you know, dive deep into these, uh, James Bond films that we watched, uh, A View to Kill and, uh, what, what was the other one? God, I, Living Daylights. Yeah, and that intro song was wicked. Both of them. Both of them. Like, one of them was by yeah. Duran Duran and the other one was by, uh, AHA. Like. Yes. Just two. I was like, fuck. Two quintessential. Yeah. Uh, what's the word? Quintessential. Quint- quintessential. Yes, Quilt, 80s band. Quilt Essentials. That's, that's what my grandma has in her basket. Quilt Essentials. Before we dive deep into these, I kind of went on a little bit of a rant about uh, online dating. Uh, what's your experience? Oh, yes. what, what's your experience? Uh, negative. We'll say it's, an, <laughs> it's been a negative experience overall. <laughs> like, is it like, and I, like, I know you, and like, you're a better person than I am. And I don't mean that in like to no, I would shit agree. on myself. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also what? way more narcissistic. No, I'm just joking. No, no. Um, I, what I mean by that is that like you're you're more accomplished than I am. You 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 are the perfect candidate. You you are the guy. I've been told that before. And uh, the fact that you that you're having trouble in this. Like goes to show that like something is wrong with probably because I'm five seven. Because like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because there's girls out there who are five three, and you, you'll be a giant. That'd be ideal. Yeah, a okay, right? But no, like honestly, like it doesn't. What what is the, what do you think the issue is? I think is it is it we all want instant or is it we? Uh, is it women are too choosy now? Like I'll put like I'm just gonna say this. Bumble? Yeah, you were telling it's me horseshit. how you feel about Bumble. It's horseshit. Like, I'm not going to, like, I, I, I'm I, not a misogynist in any way, shape, or form. But that is too much power to give to one person. If I, if, if there was an app that gave a man the ability, when they matched, to have 24 hours to message that person or it would just disappear, women would be furious. Furious about that. Part of it that sucks about Bumble is when that does happen, you have two immediate reactions. You're just like, oh, oh, she messages me because I, I actually was into really into this girl, or oh, I don't remember clicking yeah. on you. <laughs> <laughs> I find my like there was not there's there's there was a point where I like because I think I've officially retired from from the game. I I think it's I'm done. I'm done. And see, I'm game. trying to get back into it. Really. Oh, interesting. I don't know. Fuck. Who knows? It fucking sucks. Like I, I, uh, <laughs> I did something the other night that I haven't done in a long time. I went to a social where I didn't know anybody. Okay. <clears throat> and for me, I agree with you. But oh, fuck it. Fuck. Excuse me. Um. Yeah. No. I'm not into the whole. I have a 
hard time with dating sites too. And like you said, I don't think I'm that ugly, you know. Um, maybe just I feel like I'm. Well, I feel like I'm probably. I don't think I'm very photogenic. Like I have a picture of myself that I've seen. I'm like, oh, gross, right? And maybe that's just me. But and maybe that's maybe. I sent you a picture of me that felt like it was. Gross. <laughs> that was a long time ago, though. It's allowed to be gross. Dude, I was fat. I was real fat. I'm so rude to you, too. <laughs> I was so rude to you. What are friends for, though? Right? You know what? what are friends for? That's the problem, though. Okay? This is how much the world's changed. I think this is probably relates to our other issues. So I'm going to speak to it uh, candidly because I don't think it's too inappropriate. I think it's, it's, this no. is just factual information, in my opinion. But so you were large and in charge in your photo and you were holding a fishing rod but the way you were holding it yeah. looked like you were holding it over your shoulder like it was a samurai sword <laughs> and this you probably knowing me as a kid was, I, right? I very much so could and have been i picturing said this. oh you looked like yeah. you were you were a heavyset young man holding like the sword like you were looked like you were the star wars kid or you were related to the star wars kid right and I, do you remember the stores kid <laughs> So yeah, of course I do. Of in course I do. our time when this was a thing, that poor guy was just doing what he loved and he thought it was cool, right? And I will tell you, this was like yeah, I don't know, was it mid nineties, right? Star Wars. Star. Uh, yeah, I maybe. would say yeah, early two thousands because I think it was a YouTube oh, thing, God. was it not? So like. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars at the time was not manufactured by Disney and mainstream all 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 uh, inclusive media that everybody enjoyed with like the stereotypical plot story. Star Wars, you were a nerd if you were into it, and this poor kid, uh, I'm sh- like got I'm yeah. sh- I think just absolutely roasted, like by all of his peers, and I can't imagine having been bullied before in the past, imagining what his life throughout high school was, this poor kid. I think it was I think he probably had a rough time, right? If he was alive today doing the same thing. Probably. Probably that kid yeah. would have had like like eight million TikTok followers and be buying his grandparents a house in the Cayman Islands and getting like those super getting those super realistic fucking <laughs> lightsabers, you know? It's true. When 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 do you think that it, it was where nerds just all of a sudden were the the top echelon of people? Like was it like somewhere in the the the, the twenty teens? Yeah, I don't know if we should say like top echelon people, but like I would say cons- considered to be consumable mainstream media. Like yes, like when Comic Con wasn't like something you had to be shy about telling people right. you were going to. I think it. I think it, I think it was with the with the uh, with the Marvel movies, man. It was probably like halfway through the series, you know. It was like the Iron Man stuff, you know. It was the that you know people started watching that, and those. I think all those movies are really well made, right? Um, there's yeah. you know differences and stuff, and I'm sure that they weren't aren't 100 percent accurate to the comics and whatnot. But uh, you know, in the Spider Man movies too, now like crazy, right? Like I remember when Spider Man Two came out. I love that movie. You know, or when the original one, like I got the ri- or the original one in VHS. Watched, I just watched the newest one recently. Right? Yeah. Oh, v- oh yeah. God, so VHS. like that was like stuff you get at Blockbuster, and like it wasn't even that cool then. 
You know, because I remember I had asked for the Spider-Man movie for Christmas one time, and I thought that that was kind of like a nerdy thing to ask for. But somewhere along the line with, you know, Netflix and Amazon Prime and Disney Plus and the way that everything's consumed now, I think definitely uh, transitioned the way that stuff looks like. And, like, for people that have massive comic collections all that stuff, I think that's really increased in value, but I think it's also harder for collectors because I think it's a lot harder to buy stuff because people sell them everything on Facebook Marketplace and everybody's just buying it now because it's, it's Marvel. It's just, they just totally... I think they just... Right. It, 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 there's there, there's almost less emotional value exactly. to it now that like everyone's into it. But I think that's what happened. So nerds are in. Talk We're nerdy big to nerds. Me. And it's it's still not working. It's bullshit. That's what I'm telling you. It's bullshit. Uh, how, oh, there's a conference on the uh, hi. No, uh, but no, I agree. Uh, I have, I have a hard time doing that. You know, so what I've been trying to do is like trying to. Uh, I went to a, like a social a couple weekends ago where I knew like nobody, and uh, I feel like right. I'm probably bad at just starting conversations with random, well, specifically women, especially for the last <coughs> two years. Uh, like I'm great. I can I can talk to anybody, right? But I'm just not always good at, at initiating the. I'm a little bit shy sometimes when it comes to just going up and talking to somebody, right? Right. Uh, so I'm trying to work on those skills and setting really low expectations for myself of what I want to achieve, um, because I think that part of the initiation process that kind of catches me off guard is like what what the expectation is, right? Like, oh, you're cute. I want to get my get your number, and I see like my what I want to do and what my goal is. Uh, but like the part in between gets really fucked up. So, <laughs> so what I've been doing right. is, yeah, I went to social. My goal is just to talk to anybody and just put myself out there and just start talking to people and meet new people and work on those skills. I did that. And how'd it go? Well, fuck yeah. Well, fuck yeah. Yeah, and like, and I wasn't like. Oh man, I hope I meet somebody tonight, or you know, like all that kind of bullshit or whatever. So just that stuff that you like cite. I just like this. Let me go talk to people, see what so happens. You just manage your expectations, and 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 things might might turn. Around. Yeah, well, fair enough. I- so I, from, from what I hear, from what I hear, there is, and this is going to be a little bit off the beaten path, but there are four chemicals in your brain that manage happiness on a, on a, any given time, and they're dopamine, oxytocin serotonin and endorphins dopamine is the reward hormone so like when you set yourself a task and you can complete it like let's say like you want to make your bed every day you know something like that or when you work really hard on something and then that feeling you get when you've accomplished it that's dopamine so the trick to like tricking yourself into that all the time is to like set really small goals for yourself all the time maybe one of them is like making your bed or like today i'm gonna clean the kitchen or whatever right and just like set yourself really manageable expectations and then you'll get a little bit of hits of dopamine you'll feel better oxytocin is the love hormone sorry right so you get that from you know banging holding hands touching a petting a puppy i almost said touching a puppy and like that would have been weird like petting (laughs) a dog you know (laughs) serotonin what's that yeah there we go. Yeah, serotonin, which is like um, sunlight, essentially, and like outdoors, like vitamin D shit. 
and which is why seasonal depression is such a thing. And E is uh, endorphins. So like anytime you do any like physical energy or whatever in the, the reward you get back from that. So like if you can check all or those things or do what you can, obviously, you know, you can't just go around touching people's dogs. But, uh, you know, you can set yourself up for success for like managing happiness easier. Right. No, I, I definitely, I definitely feel that. Like I, like re more recently, I have noticed that my days off, <coughs> I've started structuring them differently. So like mm -hmm. I generally have Tuesday, Saturdays off. This week I'm, I'm lucky enough to have the weekend off. Um, but Tuesday is my cleaning, organizing, laundry, whatever I've got to do day, and then Saturday I have my son. Uh, when he goes home, I usually spend the evening either hanging out with a buddy or trying to, you know, do something that, uh, you know, is relaxing and fun and I mean, yeah, keeps yeah. me, you know, on that key, even keel path, right? And I've been doing that for, I want to say, a month. And I've noticed that, like, my days spent being miserable yeah. definitely out the window. Or at least, like, f fewer and far between. Like, certainly, like, everyone's got days where yeah, they're just like, oh, fucking life sucks. I've got a tack in my ass. Uh, I'm Eeyore. But, but again, that, that, you're, you're right. That happens. Um, but I, I just, I don't know. I, I feel generally really good right now, and I just, I want to keep riding that wave. But there is that, like, part of me that, like, I think that, like, oh, I got a tack in my ass. Part of me that's, like, when does that wave crash? Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a, I'm always waiting for that like, yeah, but, down keel. And that's something I definitely need to do. Yeah, but maybe with. like just like try not to anticipate it and just live in the moment a little bit more. Obviously, right? But Oh yeah. Yeah. But and definitely but no, what I was just gonna say, but like I think your sorry, your whole awareness of that is self growth. And the fact that you're like oh man, like I've been shitty and then I I know this is working right now, it's making me feel good. Then, then you can just like make sure that you do those things. Because I'm sure that if you don't do those things, if you have a day where you right. just don't do anything at all, um, unintentionally or like you just, you know, sometimes you have to force yourself to do stuff. Because that's why I try to work out so much, or not so much, but like, so I try to keep with consistency of it. Like since I was doing my knee and stuff like that, it's just it's not even. I don't even try to worry about pushing myself to reach necessarily the amount of reps that I have in my head. Like, sometimes I just need to just do it. Like, I went to the hotel the other day, and, like, I don't have all my stuff there. Oh. Excuse me. It's a hotel gym. They got free weights, but there's other people in there, too. Yeah. And I got my own stuff in my routine at home. But I just, like, hopped on the bike and did cardio for, like, 40 minutes. Just, like, put on an album and just let it rip. Right. <coughs> That's one thing I definitely need to... It's exercise. That's what I need to incorporate next. Now that I'm, I'm starting to get myself on a routine, that Tuesday can also be a day where I get up uh, at, you know, like 9 o'clock in the morning and go for a run. You know what I mean? Like, that's the next step, I feel. Ne Dude, it, if you start doing that, you will you will be killing it, like, the rest of the day. Oh, yeah. And, and, and like, I, I'll put it to you this way. Like, there was – I think it was last Tuesday. Like, I'll be honest. Yesterday – I had a fucking migraine and a half. I laid in bed all day, watched the Johnny Depp trial, um, and then I watched a couple of James Bond movies, which we're going to talk about. Yep. But 
Um, no, like, I, I just, uh, I don't know, like, I, I had this day where I just got everything accomplished, and it, I got everything done by, like, 5 o'clock. Sick. So, like, it, it almost kind of, like, the, when once I hit 5 o'clock and I had nothing left to do besides, you know, like, whatever I wanted, it was almost uncomfortable. Is that normal? Uh, yeah, I mean, you'll get used to it, but I think that you're also used to, like, working late, too, right? So you probably, in a sense, just kind of get prepared. Your body's probably kind of getting prepared to work. Um, but I also right. feel like if I get a whole bunch of stuff accomplished today, the two or three or four or whatever, how many hours I set aside in the evening for me to just chill and do nothing are so much more rewarding than if I was to do nothing and yeah. chill and do nothing all day. Because by the end of that day that you've chilled and done nothing, you kind of feel like a bag of dicks. Or at least I do. You know, at least right. I do, right? Absolutely. So I'm just like the fact that I'm just like, oh, yeah, you know, like got a lot done today, and now I'm just going to chill. It makes the chill a whole lot better. And I find, like, on days when I want to be really productive, mm-hmm. like, what I do, get up in the morning, have a shower, get dressed, and then I put shoes on. Like, I have I have shoes that I wear in the house. Like, for doing stuff, if I'm doing stuff around the house, like, if I'm cleaning, like, they're barely even shoes, really. But, like, when you get up to go to work, the first thing you do, you know, you get up, you get dressed, put your shoes on, you go to work. Right, so like there's like this psychological thing in my brain that when I put my shoes on, I feel like I'm okay. I'm ready to do stuff. Yeah, I I have apartment Crocs and slippers, so that's like the, those are the shoes that like the, you're you're right. Like that that's it's funny that you said that. Um, I I can't I can't for whatever reason if I'm sweeping the floor or if I'm vacuuming or if I'm no. whatever, I can't do it barefoot. Even with socks, I feel weird. So, like that—that's—that's that's funny. We we have that similarity. But uh, I, I honestly like—I don't know. I, I'm feeling—I I like it. Like I said, I'm feeling really good right now, and I feel like I'm—I'm I'm doing the baby step approach to to getting myself on that next, you know, plane of happiness. And I've realized too that like I think it's why I say I want to like retire from the online dating thing is because it's getting me nowhere. Dude. And th- when it doesn't work, I kind of feel like shit. Um, like, when I get matches, and then, like, I, I talk to somebody for a couple of days, and then all of a sudden they stop talking to me. I'm like, I constantly go right back to the, like, what did I do? What did I say? Like, is it something that I'm, you know, whatever. And, again, I'm a friendly enough person where I, I kind of, like, I, I, I come, eventually once I'm, like, more level-headed, I'm like, there's nothing wrong with you. Like, you're fine. But yeah, it's that, in that moment, dude. Just just work on yourself. Like right. also, like you, like everything's in motion, right? <coughs> Literally, everything is in motion. We're in motion right now, right? And everything that is in motion operates on frequency, right? Try to get on the frequency where like you you attract the things that are on the same frequency of you. So it's like put yourself on that level. And then focus on the things that you want, and they'll come to you. But like, for that, like, there's nothing wrong with taking the time to just like work on self development, right? And just work on you. Take yourself on dates, man. Like, right. go to the movie theater. Go and see a movie you want to see. Take yourself. Pay, spend some money on yourself, just like doing something that you want to do, or go out for dinner somewhere nice, or I don't know, like, whatever shit you want to do. Like, do that. Do that with yourself, and then just be acquainted with who you are. And, it's, it's probably uncomfortable, but man, if you can go and sit in a movie theater by yourself and watch a movie, like you can probably do. Yeah, 
I've done it. It's it's it, it uh, going to a movie by yourself <clears throat> is the one of the most liberating things you can do. Yeah, you can do anything if you've done that. Yeah. Oh, like especially if it's like a mostly empty empty theater and yeah. you just have the like a whole fucking theater. Fucking to just king chill. of the world, man. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I've seen pl- when I was uh, a teenager, and I, we're I'm rambling at this point. But when I was a teenager, I would often fake sick because I didn't like going to school. I wasn't, you know, into it. It wasn't my thing, and I would just find an excuse to go hang out at my mom's work. And there was a Cinema City. I don't know. Are, is Cinema City still uh, still a thing in Winnipeg? In Grant? Uh, this was like the the one in Northgate. Is Northgate is oh, Northgate yeah, so. still a thing? I don't know, I think okay. so. Yeah. Um, so you could go see a movie for a toonie any day of the week at North or at Northgate Mall. And yeah, McPhillips. Yeah, I I would yeah. Uh, yeah oh yeah, I would ask my mom for a toonie. I'd go watch a movie or go watch two movies. Uh, there was one time I spent an afternoon just I think I watched two or three movies. And just hung out at the movie theater. And it was a liberating experience. And one that, like, I feel like maybe prepared me for a future, you know, being on, not necessarily on my own, but, like, being able to handle it. I, and maybe maybe I'm thinking too deep into it. But, like, uh, like I've talked about on the podcast before. I thought that living alone was going to be this horrible, miserable, lonely experience. And I cannot say mo- uh, enough about it. It is... It is amazing. It is something that I didn't think I could do, sick, and right? I've accomplished it. So now yeah. I guess the next step is ruining it by finding someone to live with. Just kidding. Um, we, we, we turned world's funniest podcast into world's most serious and emotional podcast for a minute there. But, dude, we, we touched some deep corners of our hearts we today. Did. We did. I think that's, I think that's important. <laughs> I, think, I definitely think that's important. We're, we're, we're funny guys, but well, we have a soul. These are, well, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not so sure about that. All right, slow yeah, down there. But, but the these soul. are things that we would talk about, like, outside of a podcast, right? So it's just funny that lots of times our podcast just end up into just us having conversations about shit that's hilarious. And and uh, I think that's what makes it uh, fantastic. 20, 20 episodes in. I want to take everyone back to episode one. I was still living with my ex. We were going through a breakup. I was on the uh, on the move. I was a potential, or not potentially, but I was moving out. Uh, I've since done that, moved a couple of times since then. And, you know, we're 20 episodes into this, DK, and um, I, I can't say that, like, every time that we've laced up the boots, I felt like I was ready. But every single time we leave this podcast, I, I have this, like, joy in my soul where I feel like we just nailed it. And we, we always do. So I'm, I'm happy that I've had you along for the ride for these 20 episodes. But, but, I don't know how many episodes deep we were into it when we decided that James Bond needed to be a deep part of this podcast. But I think, I think, DK, it's time for the James Bond reviews of this episode. I don't know how come we haven't done that literally every time we introduce this. Like, every time we started talking about the James Bond movies, for, like, three quarters, like, most of the way through this, how come every time before we didn't start talking about the James Bond movies did we not go, do-do, do-do, do-do-do? 
I think you have uh, uh, like okay, a cool. decent amount of time, but uh, definitely, definitely not uh, the entire time. But no, uh, you know, this has been something that I've I, I, I I'll say this. I don't think I would have enjoyed this with anybody else uh, more than I have enjoyed this with you. We are almost done. Uh, we are, I think, a few movies away from being done. The classic Bond films, and then we're going to watch the Daniel Craig ones in succession. Um, and, and the series, um, moving on after that, but, uh, DK, Uh-oh. the living daylights. Is that the one we're going to do first? What, what, which would you I have, Well, View to Kill would be 85, so chronologically in time. And this is the first time, by the way, I know we're running out of numbers to pick, but we actually watched two consecutive ones. <coughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. I, I didn't realize that. Uh, this was... Roger Moore's last Unfortunately. Bond movie. Um, yeah, fantastic. Fant- Roger Moore has not let me down, I don't think, did. almost at all. Like, we, he's had... He had the the dad Bond movie, but, like, honestly, even that, like, he, we, we, we made a joke out of it, right? So, like, it, there was a positive. There was one that I wasn't really into, right? I was kind of like, okay. And was it... I can't remember which one it was. Was it... Uh, was it diamonds or f- no? No, that was. I think he was that, like. I think that was Connery. Yeah, but was it Moonraker then? Or maybe I can't remember which one it was. It could have been a couple. Moonraker. It couldn't have been no, Moonraker. No, because no, Moonraker was amazing. I can't remember which one it was. But there was one when I was like, I'm kind of underwhelmed. And I think this we were just first. Octopussy. Starting. It was. Octopussy. That's what it was. Octopussy. Yeah, because there was that whole ski scene and it was like kind of comedic and shit. But he was just like klutzy. The, no, that like that's a Roger Moore trope is the ski scene. Because how does this movie start? He's fucking skiing every time. Roger He's Moore always fucking skiing. Roger Moore came out of his fucking mother's womb wearing skis. I swear to God, this man's been skiing his entire life. So, the review here or the overview, I'll read to you quickly. This is provided by the uh, Googles. After recovering a microtrip from the body of a deceased colleague in Russia, British, sec- British secret agent James Bond, Roger Moore, discovers that the technology has the potential for sinister applications. Investigating further, Bond is led to Max Zorin, Christopher Walken, the head of Zorin <laughs> Industries. Soon, Agent 007 faces off against the villainous Zorin and his tough um, Amazonian bodyguard, May Day, Grace Jones, who I'm terrified by. Yeah, who but are, also, like, very sexually attracted to. In, I don't know about you. But in, like, in certain I, ways, yes. Yeah. Uh, who are scheming to cause massive destruction that will eliminate the competition. So here we have the... Oh, by the way, Roger Moore right now looks like an owl. Um, I anyways, think he's dead. Is he? I think okay. so. Well, that would make sense. The <laughs> picture that I have here was likely taken not too long before that. Uh, fuck, that's so bad. <laughs> he looks like an owl. <laughs> this is John Glenn. Oh my god, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> oh, 
I definitely am going to need to fix some clipping in this because I just laughed so loud directly into the microphone. Amazing. I'm pretty sure I, I went right Man, I was the, the owl, owl clipping. Uh, that's definitely owl clipped over here. Oh, fuck. It's oh, stupid. God. Okay. So, yeah, no, this one definitely. Uh, like, uh, every time you see a guy skiing in the first four seconds, you're like, Roger. You know? <laughs> It's it's a Roger Moore bomb. Did film. I take notes on? No, I took notes on Living Daylights so, though. But um, I did like. So oh fuck, um, I do like Christopher Walken, right? And I really enjoyed this movie for that reason. Um, I think Christopher Walken was probably one of my more favorite Bond villains. Actually, he's just very. Yeah, I think he's, he's very top posh. Five for, top five you know? for sure. And uh, but also menacing at the same time. And at first, I kind of had to double take. Because he's so young, right? And I'm used to old Christopher Walken. He almost looked like, uh, what's his name? That one blonde kid from, like, Fight Club at first. <coughs> Maybe it's just his hair. Jared his Leto? Hair looked like that. He had the same hair. Before they shaved it off. Uh, <laughs> and I just kind of do, like, a double take. because, And I almost didn't recognize his accent. Like, I feel like he was maybe trying to talk in a bit of a different accent. I, I could I could definitely see that he wasn't the full Christopher Walken that we've come to expect. Yes, but he was young, right? So maybe he wasn't. He was there toning yet. it down a bit, you know. And I think that's what it was. Yeah, he was like room temperature Christopher Walken. Uh, so I I enjoyed him a lot. But my favorite thing about him is like the way he talks, like the Joe Dirt. You know, like you talk to me all wrong. If to change your tone, if you don't. I'll stab him in the face with a solid iron. You know, I like, feel like we got that's glimpses of that Walken, in this movie. Right? I will say, though, we did. He peeked through the covers a little bit. Um, my favorite scene in this whole movie was he was talking about Roger Moore says to him, like, you're something of a, a rider yourself or something like that. Because there's this whole horse scene with, like, um, these really expensive race horses, and they're like, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, and he's like, I'm the happiest when I'm in the saddle. <laughs> and I was like, that's the best. That's it. My like, I can stop watching now. scene where him and Mayday catch Bond <coughs> and uh, Donna's hot mom from that 70s show, who was the uh, Bond girl from this film, mm. and was smoking I didn't realize that until after you said that. Holy like, oh. God. Like, her eyes, like, lit up like a birthday cake. Holy God. Um, yeah. It's not too bad. But no, the, the scene where they catch them looking for information in City Hall, and he walks into that guy's office, and he's like, they came to kill you, but they didn't. Or, sorry, they came to kill you, and they burned your office with you alive in it. And he just does all of the things that he said he was going to do, but he was so terrifying in that moment. Yes. Um, It was a, it was a good movie. The only thing that I didn't, didn't like about it is there was one scene where they kind of catch him, right? What do you mean? Like, no, don't they, like, almost kill the Christopher Walken character at one point? Or they capture him or something? Perhaps. Maybe I, 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 I did like, zone out at one point. Yeah, and that's when I did. And it was, like, right in the middle, I think. And I think they, I think they caught him, and he ended up get, getting away or something like that. Or they thought they killed him, but he ended up living. And I thought to myself, like, I thought, like, it almost felt... Fuck, dad's knees hard. It almost felt like the movie had ended. 
And so I kind of like zoned out for a bit, and I was like, oh, yeah, there's still like an hour left. <laughs> but it was good. You know, I give it, I'm, I'm going to give it seven bank popcorn. You know what? I think this is going to be the first time that we're as far apart as we are. I'm giving this one 8.5. Oh, really? I really like this one. I think that uh, Christopher Walken, for me, is a top five Bond villain. I think definitely when we're done, we should do the list. The top five Bond villains. Yeah. Um, just to, just because, you know, we, we've got to write a report after <laughs> we're done our assignment here. That's <laughs> it. Um, but no, I, I thought this was great. I'm giving it an 8.5. Uh, this one is definitely one worth checking out. And Duran Duran with a view to a kill. It was great. It was great. So the second you, one. You, you, were, you were very enamored with this movie. You liked this one. I liked this one a lot. This yeah. one was good. Uh, I'm, yeah, like. I'm going to say, I'm going to give, like, out of the gates, I'm saying I'm giving this one eight and a half bags popcorn. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. so okay. I, I thought it was great. Um, and this is uh, controversial, right, because it was uh, T- Timmy Dalton, Timmy D. Uh, Timothy Dalton. Yeah. Uh, not, not a guy that is fondly remembered as James Bond, but this was his first. Uh, you know what? I thought he killed it. I, I did. I Honestly, I'm with you. I, I don't know what the the hate no. is with this guy. He was fantastic in this movie. Yeah, and this is uh, hang on, I'll pull up the. I thought he I thought he did a great job as Bond. So this is the this is the classic KGB one, right? So the British secret agent secret agent James Bond, Timmy D helps KGB officer George Koskov um, deflect during a symptom symphony performance. Defected during the sympathy performance debriefing. Koskov reveals the policy of assassination defections has been installed by new KGB her, uh, head Linoid Pushkin, a.k.a. John Rice davis Who was played yeah. by John Rice davis who was Gimli in, in Lord of the Rings, and he was a character in Indiana Jones as well. Okay, yeah. Uh, but as Bond explores a threat, a counterplot services involving a shady American arms dealer, Joe Don Baker, and a pair of Russian assassins. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was great. This is great. This So this one begins with them, like, parachuting out of a plane. And you think that they're, like, uh, trying to invade a, I believe it's, like, a uh, satellite or some sort of communications right. place. And it's a drill. Right, turns out it's a drill, and they're shooting with paintballs. Uh, but what ends up happening is one of the guys is actually an assassin and kills a bunch of them. But uh, yeah, I thought this one was clever. I thought the plot was good. It was engaging. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I wrote on here. So some of the notes I wrote: uh, great action scenes, cool car. Right, like I, this one had. It was the return. Had... It was the return of the Aston Martin. It had been the Lotus yeah. for the Lotus for years and years and years before that. Yeah, so the Aston was back and it was cooler than ever, and like the the scenes were great. The, the car, like all the technology that they put in it, was good. Like I thought it was great. Yeah. I think I don't know why everybody hates on this movie. I thought it was awesome, and like that one scene, I thought it was hilarious. Like the, the tire blows on the car. And he, like, cuts the circle, like, on the ice. And, like, he cuts the ice with the rim. And the other car falls through the ice. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yes. 
You know? Um, at one point in time, they're, like, going down a hill, like, riding in, like, a cello case. You know? And, and like, remember she had that big cello, so they, like, opened up the case, and they're, like, riding yes, down the hill. Yes, yes. And Vaughn cello to, like, steer the case as they're going down the hill. I love the the line he used. This I'm so happy that I thought that was a yeah, good oh idea yeah, exactly right. And, and, and but but before that, he had like 20 seconds before that. He before the car chase case uh, chase took off, he was like because they had to go back for the cello, and then they were shoving it in the backseat of Aston Martin. Martin, and he's like, you couldn't learn to play a violin, right? Like 20 seconds before, he's like, really? Like you couldn't learn yeah. to play the violin, and then like. 20 seconds later, they're riding down the hill. I was like, oh, I'm glad I decided to bring this. Like, as if it was his idea. And I was like, that's so clever. Like, oh, yeah. That was hilarious. Um, I love the one scene <coughs> when that one guy goes to see the general. And there's all, like, those wax statues of, like, war heroes and veterans and, like, Mongols and all that kind of stuff. And he's waiting for yeah. that one guy to come out. And the guy is, like, just pretending to be one of the statues. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know who that guy is, but I've seen him in tons of stuff. You know, he looks like Private Pile. Private Pile from uh, Full Metal Jacket. I'm going to drop a bombshell on you. Yeah. I have not seen Private... uh, Sorry, I have not seen Full Metal Jacket or Apocalypse Now. Really? Vincent? Or Platoon, I don't think. Donofrio. Vincent Donofrio? No, it's definitely not him. Okay. It's definitely not. That's that's Kingpin from the uh, the Daredevil okay. series. But anyways, yeah, no, I don't know. I thought it was good. What else did I have written down? Oh, that one scene, like uh, when he steals the plane, the Huey or like the, like the massive like plane, and he's like driving away. Yeah, and then. Uh, she pulls up. All of a sudden, she like, she, like, ditches her horse and gets in this Jeep and steals the Jeep and pulls up the behind side of the plane. And she's like, James! And he's, like, driving down the runway about to take off. And she pulls up in this Jeep. And he looks at her like, like, what? Like, what am I supposed to do now? Like, how am I supposed to get you on here? You know, do you, I don't know if you remember that. But he looks at her like, what? And then, he has, anyways, he ends up dropping yes, the door and she drives yes. into the plane. But she was just like, oh, I'm here. And he's like, ah. It's not a great time, you know? Like, that was his reaction. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> and then she flies a plane and, like, knocks the guy out. And the guy's, oh! And She's terrible and at flying the plane. Oh, my shoe, God. And he just takes oh my God. and cuts the shoelaces. And the shoe comes off and the guy goes with it. Oh, I thought that was clever. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it, 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 honestly, I, like, like you said at the beginning, very impressed with Timmy D. Uh, I feel like a lot of people give this guy flack for being the worst Bond. And I don't think he showed that in this one. Certainly in the other movie we watched, it wasn't great. But I feel like that was less of him being a good Bond yeah, and more of it not feeling like a Bond movie. But I thought this was this was quintess- quintessential yeah, Bond. Uh, uh, I thought it was great. I'm giving this one an eight. <clears throat> Yeah, I thought that was good. Um, I'm I'm surprised I didn't like a view to kill more, but maybe I just need to. I was also pretty tired when I watched it too, so it kind of. <coughs> That's the thing about all the old Bond movies. Is they're great, 
they're great, but like you got to pay attention to what's going on because you can kind of zone out, you know. You got to have the energy to for say with most just like older films in general. It's just yeah. like the way the scenes oh, yeah. transition or the way that the plot rolls out, or you know, they don't have as many flashy things to keep us fucking millennials engaged. I don't know, but yeah, it was good though. Should we uh, should we do what we always do at the end of this show and pick the next two Bond films, sir? Yeah, so this is the thing, though. This is the thing. Besides the Daniel Craig, which we are walking, watching in order, yeah, we have three remaining. Oh, shit. So, do we want to watch all three, and then the next one we do the Casino Royale? Or do we want to watch two, and then one after that we'll watch one, and then start into the Daniel Craig? Fuck it. Let's do all three. Okay. And it's all Sean Connery, too. Um, is it? Is Never Say Never Again Sean Connery? It is. He's old Bond, and it's not a Broccoli production. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's the the mysterious Bond that didn't didn't get produced by Broccoli. So we need to to watch the... Definitely. We need to watch the very first one, which we have not seen yet, which was Dr. No which is Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. The third one, Goldfinger. Interesting. They have seen the one in between, which was from Russia with Love, which I believe was pretty good. Yep. And then we have the old one, like you said before, Roger, we have never seen ever again. And then from there we have Quan. Uh, Casino Royale, Quantum Solace, Skyfall, Spectre, No Time to Die. Yeah. We have no time to die right now. No. We gotta finish these movies no. first. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So, DK, I promised a story to end the podcast. Have I ever told you that I conceived my son dressed as Batman? Uh, something like that. Yeah, there was... <laughs> There was a, there was a superhero thing going on at some point. I couldn't remember if it was Batman or it was like yeah. No, it was Batman. It was Batman. I wasn't definitely the Hulk? I definitely like as no. <laughs> it wasn't the Hulk, you bastard. <laughs> oh, my son's favorite superhero. Although, although the amount the amount that he likes Batman does concern me. It does concern me. But no, um no, I I I'll never forget meeting his mother. And and we were talking. You know, you know when you get into that, you know, the beginning stages, that honeymoon stage of a relationship and you're you're expressing yourself with somebody and you're you're talking about things that you'd be into and she comes to me and goes, "I kind of want to be done by Batman." And I I just like as a a nerd, this is everything you've dreamed for. It's like this is like being picked first in gym class. Like, you know exactly what your task is. So I put on that cape, I put on that cowl, and I pounded her, and as I finished, I said, Where is she? <laughs> I, I was going to ask. Um, I'm vengeance. I was gonna say, which, which Batman were you? Were you, like, the original? Uh, unfortunately, I was, uh, unfortunately, I was Ben Affleck Batman. I was Batflick. 
Your, your original bat. Oh, okay, no, so you were like uh, Adam West. No, if I was Adam West, I imagine it would probably would have been an orgy like he used to have. <laughs> well, he's Batman. <laughs> he's not vengeance. He's Batman. DK, <coughs> sir, it's been twenty episodes. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, where can people find you on Twitter if they want to? Well, I mean, I don't even know if they... I don't even use Twitter, but it's like uh, DK at WFP1. I'm trying so hard to get you those followers. I am. I really am. You might see an influx I, in the next... In the next. I, I should. I haven't opened it in like months. I probably... Maybe I have like 100 followers or something. It's possible. It's possible. No. no. Any? I got four. There you go. There you go. Maybe there are people who turn on to notifications. Show. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> Not now. Oh no, it's all you guys. <laughs> the show. <laughs> Fucking send me to bitch. <laughs> if you want to find any of the Wednesday Night Wallop podcasts, you can find us on Twitter at, at @wnwallop on Instagram @wnwallop. On Facebook at Wednesday Night Wallop, just look for myself and Kyle Joseph's name. DK, love, peace, chicken grease. Here's a cold beers. You've been listening to a Wallop Media podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Wallop Media. The hosts of our shows are Rylan, Kyle, and DK. You can find Rylan on Twitter at Rylan Wallop and Kyle on Twitter at Kyle Wallop. Production is by RJ Spearin. You can find his work at facebook.com slash spearkingco. Logo designs are by Maisie Mulder. You can find her work on her website, maisiemulderdesigns.com. Our podcasts are hosted by Acast. You can listen to them on the podcast catcher of your choice or on our website, shows.acast.com slash wallopmedia.